Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Drunk Gossip. Yes, uh, 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 two episodes um, in, two, in two days. Um, mostly because there are some really big stories breaking right now that um, need to be addressed. Um, and again, if, if the blog was up and running, um, we would obviously be doing this on the blog. But given the current circumstances, um, you get to hear my voice two times within 24 hours, so yay. Um, this one is a little bit of a hard story to talk about, um, mostly because um, just of the topic at hand. Kate Spade is was found dead at the age of 55 in her Park Avenue apartment. I mean, other than R.I.P., there's really nothing more to say. I mean, um, you know, police are investigating right now, but there was a suicide note. Um, she was hanged. Um, I, I think one of my friends put it, put it best. When you're as talented and brilliant as she is, it's so hard to keep living up to those expectations and I think she just got crushed under the weight of her own genius um um she's survived by her husband Andy Spade and her daughter Francesca um what a lot of people don't know about Kate Spade is um first of all she was David Spade's sister-in-law which I had no idea about um which is kind of one of those really cool things, like, uh, I don't know, I just, I find it really awesome that, um, I just find it really awesome that, um, she's, she was related to David Spade, because he seems like a, all at once, a nice guy and a weird guy. Um, uh, she, but when she, after she married Andy Spade, she founded her namesake company. Um, and it started out with um, handbags, which I'm pretty sure almost everyone would knew that. And then slowly she started um, designing clo- clothing and couture. Um, and she sold her company in 2007 because she wanted to stay at home and raise her daughter. And then recently, um, with her daughter in school full-time, um, she wanted to kind of get back into her career and founded another company called Francesca, Francesca Valentine. Um, now, that's not a brand I'd heard of until today. Um, so I don't know if it wasn't doing well, if it wasn't just, if it wasn't hitting its target market, or maybe, you know, frankly, I'm probably not the target market that she was aiming for. Um, but whatever the case is, um, today's just a very sad day. Police are investigating, um, you know, conspiracy theories are already popping up. 
Um, one in particular is that um, her Kate's death was very similar to that of Mick Jagger's ex, Lynn Wright Scott. Um, both were found hanging from a scarf. Um, the only difference is, in this case is that Kate had left a suicide note. Um, there's no word on what was in the suicide There is no word yet on what was in the suicide note or um, anything like that. I'm sure it's going to leak. Um, somebody is going to want to capitalize on that, and that's just sad. Um, it reminds me of when I first started Generation Gossip, and um, people were reporting on the 911 call when Michael Jackson died. Um, and it was just sickening to me. And that when I started Generation Gossip and with this, you know, I, I, there's just some lines I, I don't want to cross. And, and that's one of them. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. And let's talk about Rihanna. She ale- Rihanna allegedly broke up with her billionaire boyfriend because she got bored of him. Now, okay, I- I'm not an easy person to date. I know this. Um, for whoever ends up with me, you are. I owe you a debt of gratitude because I, I get very bored easily. I get very anxious. Um, snippy, I know this all comes as just a shock to you drunkards, but by the way, I'm thinking about drunkards as like what I'm going to call my fan base. I used to call them gossipers when I was generation gossip, but I think drunkards works better here and it's set with love. Um, email me, tell me what you think at ed at author com, or if you have my phone number, just text me. And if you have my phone number, why aren't you already texting me? Um... But um, but getting back to Rihanna, um, I I kind of feel it. Like I kind of understand. Um, you know when you're busy, um, and, and people think that I'm exaggerating, but that woman is busy. She's creating music, um, she's running a makeup empire. She has, I believe, a fashion line. Um, she's acting in movies. Ocean's Eight is coming out. This weekend or next weekend, I can't remember which. Um. So she's going to be out promoting that. Sometimes you really just don't have time to devote to a relationship. And, um, you know, I've been there. I've, you know, I've buried myself under work before. Um, between Generation Gossip um, and my real job. And even now, like, between my day, my day job, um, this podcast, writing. Um, I just finished up the first part of my serial. Like, it's just, like, you get so busy that sometimes you forget that you need to date. Um, and so it's kind of like, I get it. Even if, even if everyone else is, like, kind of making fun of her or trying to make this out to be something that it shouldn't be. Um, I, I'm totally feeling it. Like, I, it's just one of those things where I totally, I totally understand what she's saying. 
because who wants to deal with this bullshit? Like, who wants to deal with a, a, a guy who just feels like all of your attention should be on him? Um, you know, when I was with He Who Does Not Exist, uh, he got really irritated that I would text my best friend. He, he would get... Um, Really, he, I don't want to keep using the word anxious. He would get very um, irritated when he didn't get his way. And looking back, it was... Well, there were some good points in the relationship. It was really for the best that it ended. And, you know, I wish it would have ended differently. But the result would have been the same. He would not have been in my life. And I think it's the same thing with Rihanna. Like... Other than Chris Brown, she doesn't tend to go back to exes or even be friends with them. Um, you know, with with Drake, I think it's a little bit of a different scenario because, you know, rumor has it, Drake is, is gay. Or bi, um, depending on what site you read. Um, so their, their relationship could have just been purely pl- platonic to begin with. Um... But as far as getting bored, girl, I get it. And if you ever just want someone to go to red carpet events with, um, you know, just send me a little email and I'll go with you. I don't expect anything in return. Okay, maybe one thing. If you could do, if if I could get a Rihanna exclusive for Drunk Gossip, I think that would be fabulous. Um, but seriously, like... Relationships are hard, and unless that person is very special, you don't want to um, keep investing your time in them. Because why bother? You know it's gonna end. You know what's gonna what's gonna happen. There's no surprise to it. So why not just end it? Just like I'm going to end this segment. I'll be right back. Okay, guys, I'm back. Let's talk. Roseanne. I know I keep promising that we're going to have a Roseanne-less episode. And here's the thing. We will. I promise you we will. But this is like the cough. Um, It's just one of those things that I can't help. It's the biggest story in pop culture right now. It's the biggest story in the gossip world. And frankly, it is what it is. Um, Eventually we will. If you notice, I haven't mentioned that reality family that we all hate. So... Give me that, at least, maybe. Um, so, here, um, there's been a couple of developments. Yesterday on the talk, Sarah Gilbert, um, who was the executive producer and the driving force behind um, bringing Roseanne back the, um, this, for this last season, um, issued another statement in which she said she completely stands behind um, ABC's decision um, she's really sad that it happened, you know, yada, yada, yada. And Julie Chen piped in and said, it was a fast decision and it was the right decision. And, you know, depending on where you're looking on the internet nowadays, people will either 100% agree with you or disagree with you. There is no in between on this. Um, personally, I... I think they should have fired Roseanne and let the show continue, but, you know, I'm not a network executive, I'm not, um, I don't have all the information in front of me, 
All I can say is there's no way that advertisers would have been okay keeping Roseanne on with people boycotting. It would have went from the number one show. The ratings would have crashed. Um, I know conservatives like to argue that it wouldn't have, but when a personality is that toxic, you're going to see a crash. And for the first few weeks, you might justify, well, you know, the, the stratophosic numbers, stratospheric, that's the word I was looking for, the stratospheric numbers um, that she was pulling in last season were, you know, nostalgia-filled and, you know, um, and now people just have had their fill and they're like, okay, and we're getting down to the true diehards. Listen, that could be true, but the fact of the matter is Roseanne is a racist. She said more than one racist thing over the last few years. It, it, it didn't bother anyone or there wasn't a real controversy because she wasn't given a platform. And I think that's the important thing here is the reason why they acted so swiftly. They knew, yes, they knew she was racist. Everyone who worked with her knew. And that's why I truly believe that in her contract, there was probably something along the lines of you have to tone down your rhetoric. Um, it was probably um, in the morals clause. Um, but there, there was definitely something, something had to have been written um, to that effect. Um, the, the spinoff centering around Darlene is moving forward at a rapid pace. Um, we could actually get an announcement this week of whether it's going to happen or not. Um, ABC wants it. They want it. They want everyone who was laid off um, to have a job. Um, and the big three, Sarah Gilbert, Lauren Metcalf, and John Goodman, are, first of all, they're all already in for the spinoff, or the whatever you want to call it. Um, but more importantly, they're going to pocket about $3 million each, no matter what. So... It's better if they if they get something. You know, even if it's a horrible mess and the ratings aren't great, it's better for them to have to to say, you know, we had this, we put it on, we made as much money as we could back. Um, for her part, Roseanne has been largely silent on Twitter. Um there was one, I, and I have not verified if this is true or not, but I, I kind of, I hope, I'm kind of hoping that it's true. Um, there was one tweet that I saw that claimed to be from her account that said she was trying to make amends um, and restitution for the hurt and suffering that she'd inflicted on the cast and the crew and getting their show canceled. Um, again, I, I haven't verified if this is true or not. But if it is, I really hope that she gives up her her rights. Um, you know, she doesn't have to give up the syndication money. She doesn't have to give up any of that. Um, just the future earnings. I don't think that's too much to ask after she got the show canceled. I'll be right back. Okay, so this is going to be a short episode. I apologize for that. I wasn't planning um, on doing one today. I usually try to have... Um, at least five segments for you guys, so really, please accept my apologies. Um, but let's talk Janet Jackson. Um, she's still locked in the custody battle with her soon-to-be ex-husband. Um, 
And over the weekend, she called London police to go check on her kid because she was, allegedly she was told that he was being very aggressive and he was doing drugs by her nanny. Now, her soon-to-be ex-husband, um, I forget his name, denies all the charges and he says that she's, that this is just a ploy, um, that she's trying to make herself seem like the better parent, yada, yada, yada. And I just have to say, I love Janet Jackson. I think she's just wonderful. She's just one of the most iconic singers we've ever had. And if you've ever seen her in concert, you know, like, girl owns that stage. Like, that woman will come out and put everyone to shame. Her personal life has always been kind of a mess. Um, You know, she secret married Jermaine uh, Dupree. Um, And I believe... And there's rumors, it's internet lore, as I'm going to call it for right now, that she also has a daughter that was raised as her niece um, and is the actual mother of her, the baby that she allegedly just had. It's, it's very complicated. It's very soap opera-ish. It's so going to be a book that I write one day. And Janet, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but if you are, um, I don't need your your permission for life rights because, unless, this, unless you're going to come forward and say this is actually true. But if it is true and you want to give me some like little details about what really happened, email me. Please email me and tell me what happened because I want to know... Um, the, what seems to be the biggest sticking point between, um, Janet and her soon-to-be ex is that she, um, they both want custody of the kid, and I, I think I wrote about this at some point, I don't remember where, but she waited Um, They had a prenup, and the prenup guaranteed her a lot of money, like $100 million, if they were married for, like, five years. So she waited until that five-year mark, and then filed for divorce. And she got another amount for having the baby. And that's where it's all kind of getting really confusing, um, and, and that's where the, the the folklore actually doesn't make sense because, you know, if, if she wasn't pregnant, wouldn't her husband have noticed that she wasn't pregnant? Um, I don't know. You know, I I really don't know how hetero marriages work, let alone celebrity marriages. Because it seems like they're all cheating on one another and... And the cheating almost never leads to a divorce. It's always something stupid like, oh, your movie made more money than mine did. What the hell, man? Like, for reals. You have to have a good reason to get a divorce. Now you're more successful than I am. I mean, look at Kevin Bacon and Kara Sedwick. They've been married and her TV show, well, The Closer lasted seven seasons. Um, But 
and Kevin's show lasted like four, the follower, I think it was called. Um, and then 10 Days in the Valley got picked up and canceled within like three episodes. And his demon got picked up, so she is clearly more successful on TV than he is. Of course, he is in every movie ever, ever made, along with Morgan Freeman, so there's that. Um, but Janet's messiness... Uh, oh, this is what I wanted to tell you guys before I end the segment. The messiness between um, Janet and her ex is being complicated by her brother, Randy, because he's the one who's leaking everything to the press in order to make her look like the solid parent. So this is obviously a story that's going to continue to develop, and I will be following it. Until the next episode, cheers.